Support for Troy Public Radio comes from Sunshine Behavioral Medicine, providing specialized psychiatric treatments of bipolar disorders and PTSD. More information at sunshine2000.com. From Troy Public Radio, this is the In Focus Podcast, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Joining us by Skype is Jeremiah Steger from the Office of Archaeological Research at the University of Alabama. The city of Montgomery will present his new film about the Western Railway of Alabama, The Montgomery Shops, February 14th, and the public is invited. Jeremiah Steger, it is wonderful to visit with you as archaeologist and cultural resources technician at the University Office of Archaeological Research based at Moundville State Park. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Jeremiah, you have been involved in a stunning film, but it's about the Western Railway of Alabama. It will be unveiled Tuesday. Tell me how long you've worked on it, what it's all about. Well, I spent about a year and a half gathering the information together with the help of other professionals, particularly uh, Andrew Waldo. He's a wonderful man. And also with the help of the city of Montgomery, they've just been supporting the work and contracting me to do it. I didn't know a lot about locomotives and the shops before I started, but it's been fascinating. Let's remind the listeners where we're talking about. As you drive into Montgomery on North Court Street into the city, if you look to the left, you can see the remnants of the Western Railway of Alabama and the shops. How important was that area to the city's history? Montgomery had originally seven freight yards. It was a huge railroad hub for Alabama and the South in transporting goods and people from places like Union Station. Some of the historic photos that are in the video or you might find online, train tracks are everywhere. And particularly before the automobile, it was the primary mode of transportation. So how far back are we talking about in the city's history? The locomotives started running in the 1840s, but 1832, I believe is when it started. I learned from your film, Jeremiah, that not only are we talking about what was, first of all, a Montgomery rail system of some 32 miles, it became sort of a central servicing area for other railroads. How did that come about? Well, it started off small prior to the Civil War and gradually grew and making deals with other regional railways to work on the uh, different types of cars, the passenger cars, freight cars, and even locomotives. In the late 1890s, there was a large fire, which was initially not a good thing, but because it was all insured, it provided the capital to build several new buildings, and it became the largest complex in the city. And it's also, even though it's crumbling and uh, there's only a few buildings left. It was the largest, and it's the only one left. You say in the film that in 1920, there were some 150 railroads operating in the United States. By 1970s, that was cut in half. Then we transferred from passenger trains to freight trains, and then the trucks came in, the airlines came in, the automobile. So you have followed in this film the history of the whole area. Yes, it's 
been quite a development over time. What happened with the railway at the Western Railway of Alabama Shops is kind of a microcosm of the change of culture and society in Alabama over time. Yeah, one of the important parts of your film dealt with the people and the changing population. One of the important factors of the Western Railway of Alabama was the interaction between African Americans and employment and having to work through slavery and then segregation. There's always been a lot of African Americans employed on the railroad. Prior to the Civil War, they were building the railroad tracks, putting down the ballast, building the berms, the bridges. They were absolutely pivotal. And then, unfortunately, it was in slavery. And then after the Civil War, it became segregation, which was just no end of problems for them. So I think it's important to tell that tale and understanding the larger railroad and how it fit into Alabama society and culture. One thing, Jeremiah, that really stood out in your film was the tremendous impact that the Civil War had on this Western Railway of Alabama system, which connected with other railroads in our neighboring state of Georgia and different points in Alabama, of course. General James Wilson has quite a reputation for his impact here in central Alabama. What impact did his raid have on this rail system? So the raid, one of their goals in the Montgomery area was to destroy the railroads. And so the buildings that made up the shops complex prior and during the Civil War were destroyed by the raid. And then in the late 1800s, about 1894, here we come with the railroad strikes nationally leading to labor disputes. And by the 1920s, there was the first strike in Montgomery because of a pay reduction. This walkout brought concessions by the railway companies. What happened at that point? So in Montgomery, generally the shops weathered the strikes fairly well. They were constantly busy, and they had gone through a lot of effort with the railway to have a sense of community and family. Monthly magazine called The Courier, having marching bands and other events, baseball games, to hold people together. But eventually, the strain of being able to afford groceries, take care of your family, those things build up over time. And the shops were no exception to having to deal with the strikes, having to weather those things. Tuesday, Valentine's Day at 5.30 in the evening. Montgomery City Hall will be welcoming all who want to see your film and learn about this central part of Alabama's capital city history. And thanks to you for bringing this film about. But, Jeremiah, we cannot leave without your telling the story of a non-human that was affiliated with the Western Railway of Alabama. What was that creature? By the name of Roy Dickerson, and he was an alligator. Apparently, alligator escapes in the early 20th century were not all that common in uh, downtown Montgomery. He was not the only one, but he was definitely uh, an escape artist. The Alabama River has a tendency to flood, especially back then, with uh, less flood control. And uh, 
it's assumed that during one of those floods, the alligator showed up and they decided to uh, make him a mascot or a pet. Uh, and they built him a fenced-in enclosure. But surprisingly, alligators can climb fences. He did frequently. And uh, eventually, the uh, cops got a little tired of having to uh, have the guys come and bring him back from scaring the local uh, pedestrians. The uh, shop's manager and the mayor came to uh, an accord, and uh, he was moved to an enclosure at what became the early Montgomery Zoo. Well, Jeremiah, congratulations on this landmark film, Western Railway of Alabama, and the screening, of course, again, Tuesday, February 14th at 5.30. Thank you for joining us today by Skype. Well, thank you so much, Carolyn. It was uh, an honor. I appreciate all the time the listeners put into learning about Alabama history on your program. Joining us was Jeremiah Steger from the Office of Archaeological Research at the University of Alabama. The city of Montgomery will present his new film about the Western Railway of Alabama, Montgomery Shops, showcasing its importance in the history of Alabama's capital city. The public is invited to attend the premiere February 14th, 5.30 p.m. at City Hall. Thanks for joining us today for the In Focus podcast. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio. Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change.